0: Hey guys, it's Jordan Stoltz. Welcome back to another episode of the Triple F Podcast. Today is a workout Wednesday and I'm talking about soreness, how to know if you had a good workout, answering some listener questions in today's show. If you have a question that you want answered on the podcast, just go to triplefpodcast.com/. slash contact the word triple the letter f the word podcast.com slash contact i'll link that in the show notes of this podcast go ask a question there on anything guys anything goes i don't mind what you ask it can be a personal question it can be a workout question it can be a nutrition question it can be a mindset question whatever it is shoot it to me there and i'll answer it on the show thank you for joining me today for this episode i hope you guys are off to a great start in november Uh, Let's uh, get down to the podcast you can start your month with some great workout tips talking about soreness and how to know if you had a good workout Welcome to the fitness food and freedom podcast Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's up, everyone? It's Jordan Stoltz, your host. Of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast, where I talk about mindset, motivation, workouts, fitness, health, nutrition, diets, whatever it is, I'm gonna talk about it. And today is episode 119, a Workout Wednesday. Workout Wednesday, where I talk about fitness stuff. And today, I'm answering some listener questions, which is what I really like doing um, as far as podcasting. I think answering listener questions are enjoyable enjoyable to listen to, and especially for the one that asked it, you get your questions answered. So... um It's good stuff, and I'm really happy with that I've had some people sending in some questions. Um, I told you how to get to the link where to uh, ask your own questions at the intro of this show, so be sure you check that out. Ask your own questions. The questions I'm answering today were a few that are kind of based around the same subject, so I thought I'd do a show on it. Uh, The topic is basically soreness. It's basically how to know if you had a good workout, like what metrics... Should you use as someone who trains, whether it's resistance training, conditioning, or otherwise, what are some metrics you use to know if you had an effective workout and you're going to get closer to your goals, right? I always talk about those little baby steps, enjoying the journey, getting to your goals, all this stuff, but how do you know if you're getting there? How do you know if you're making progress and is soreness a good way to indicate this? You probably know what I'm going to say, but I want to get into the why. So I've told the story before about my one of my first personal training clients that I ever had. Um, He was a former, I believe, Air Force. Uh, He's a young guy, but he was in the Air Force formerly, and uh, his thing was that he wanted to be pushed, right? He wanted to be, you know, kind of punished, I guess, in his workouts because that's what, right, the basic training, the boot camp was all about. It was all about you know, using fitness as something that should just like grind you into the ground and destroy you. He wanted to leave the gym in a puddle of sweat. He wanted to leave the gym in pain and sore and, you know, feeling like he really did some damage, did some hard work that day. It was a really big struggle to try to get him out of that mindset. And a lot of times it was hard to even do that. Sometimes I had to try to meet him halfway, you know, and try to have a good, healthy workout and not necessarily just kill him every time right and that's what he wanted so it was a hard mindset shift to have and it, you know a lot of people have that right now I think with the you know the spike of different types of workout programs different classes cardio conditioning um, even some kind of weight training styles are really gonna hammer you into the ground which isn't necessarily a good thing right? It's that intensity that can actually be a problem. If you listen to my interview with Mind Pump Sal Sal De Stefano, he talked about this a lot too. That intensity is, you know, only one variable of an effective workout, and it's really the one variable that people overdo. When in reality, there's a lot of there's a lot more other variables that might have more power and more impact in your health and your fitness journey than just intensity and just hammering yourself into the ground. So, I believe there's people on both ends of the spectrum. And I believe there's people in the middle, which is where you should be. But I believe there's people on one end that need a kick in the pants. They need to go work hard. They need to actually, you know, grind some stuff out and be able to push themselves. Some people aren't willing to push themselves. However, on the opposite end, you have the people that push themselves too hard or too often and too much and they just continuously, you know, make themselves sore, killer muscles and uh, leave the gym into that puddle of sweat, right? You, you can have a good workout without the intensity and on the opposite spectrum you can have a good workout even if you're intense right you need to find somewhere in the middle uh, but for those people who go too hard you need to realize you can have a great workout without the intensity it's so important to push it it's important to you know have that discipline have that killer mindset have that have that you know grinding attitude willing to put in the work But not every time. You don't need that every time. You don't need that all the time. You can definitely build a healthy body. You can maintain your muscle mass. You can maintain and even gain strength without pushing that intensity. And you can use these other factors like frequency, volume, uh, different kind of ways to challenge yourself and not necessarily destroy yourself every workout. So... That's basically I guess what I want to get down to in this episode that's the point of this show today that's the point of this workout Wednesday is that it's important to push it but you can have a great workout without pushing it all the time and that you shouldn't constantly feel the need to have that intensity now how do you know if you've had a good workout if you can't have that intensity. The answer to the question about soreness specifically as a metric for your workout effectiveness is probably what you think I'll say, which is that soreness is not a good metric for your workouts. To say that you did a workout and made you so sore, it's such a good program, does not make sense. It is not... The way you should start thinking about your workouts. If you do a workout and you don't think it's effective, unless it makes you sore, where you can't sit on the toilet the next day, uh, then that's not good. That does not mean it was a good session. That means you push your body too hard. You've heard the you've heard the saying, or you've heard like the uh, scientific the scientific fact, I guess, that when your body is thirsty, like when you feel that that sensation of thirst, then it's actually like too late. Like you've already been dehydrated, right? By the time your body says I'm thirsty, that means you've been without water too much. And that means that you are past that point where you should have hydrated. And then you're catching up. That's what soreness basically is telling you. Soreness is saying you went too far you know, you ignored that first signal, which may have been more discreet, but you ignored that first signal telling you to stop, you push through that. And now you have some making up to do. That's what soreness is, it's it's telling you, you went too far. And it's basically a shock to your muscles and your muscles adapting. When soreness most often happens in people I see is people that are new to training. So they're not used to doing a form of exercise. If you're not used to running, and you go out for a Five mile run, you're going to be so sore the next day. If you haven't done a lunge in a year, and even if you're a strong person and you go and put a bunch of weight in your back and start lunging, and you do that for five minutes straight, you're going to be really sore, right? If you don't usually train legs, and you go and have a leg day, you're going to be sore in those legs because it's a new stimulus. It's something your body is not used to. That's when I most often see soreness in myself and in other people, is when you throw in something new that hasn't been done, you got to be really careful as a coach, a trainer, or if you do your own programs, in you know tossing something in there that might be a totally new stimulus because it has the potential to get you very sore. If you're training, though, and you're going through your workout program, and you're training specifically just to get sore, you hammer your muscles every single day until you get sore, then you're not actually having good workouts, right? That's not a good metric. In fact, you're overtraining, and you're preventing future good training sessions. Now, what do I mean by that? By preventing future good training sessions, I mean that if you're sore, you simply can't do the exercise to the best of your ability on the next day, right? Right? If you hammer and hammer your back, so your upper back is just so sore, and you you know all those muscles, those little muscles are all sore and tight, and they hurt. You're not going to have the best the best chest day, right? The next day, or maybe if your you know next day after a couple of days of rest is like a push day, you're not going to be able to most effectively do the bench press, for example. If your back is so sore because you need to squeeze those shoulder blades on the bench, right? You're not going to be able to do your exercises to the best of your ability. And that's really the problem with soreness is that you're preventing the best effort possible in future sessions or in future exercises. If you can't even get in a squat position because your legs are so sore, you won't be able to do your conditioning, right? Because you won't be able to run. You won't be able to jump. You won't be able to change direction because your legs are so sore and you know they feel almost like they're cramping. So soreness, not a good metric for your workout effectiveness. What training is, guys, each workout, think about this. Try to change your mindset to this in your training, that each workout, every workout you do, say you're following a, say you're following like a CrossFit or something. If you do a CrossFit workout, that one workout is not going to make changes to your body. Okay. And that's a weird thing for me to say as someone who thinks everyone should train, right? But one workout is not going to make the changes alone, right? If you do one CrossFit style workout, you're not going to drop fat. You're not going to gain muscle. You're not even going to get used to the exercises based on that one workout, what training is and what uh, you know, a fitness journey is is adding up workouts over time. The results that you see, whether you get stronger, faster, leaner, more athletic, any of these things, what happens is the workouts add up over time. They're programmed effectively, and you're going to build, and you're going to progress, and you're actually going to add up every workout, and that's going to make the result right. Everything you see. That's progress is a result of many different things added up over a period of time. But each of those individual things won't have that big of an impact by itself. So you need to be sure that you can actually add up these things, right? If you're skipping workouts and you're not having good workouts because you're so sore all the time or, you know, you're so tired and you don't feel like working out because you is hamming yourself in the gym and it requires 110% to go into your workout, if you can't do your workout when you're not feeling quite up to it, you're going to end up skipping sessions or not having good sessions or completely you know, program hopping and changing programs often. You're not going to be able to add up your workouts over time, which is what's going to get the results. So you can kind of see that, that uh, connection there, how soreness can actually prevent you from having results. It's not necessarily that soreness means you're really screwed up, And it's not that soreness means you had a good workout. What it means is that you're just preventing yourself from good workouts in the future. Okay, so soreness equals bad, right? Soreness equals bad. So how do you know if you have a good workout? What's the metric you can use? What's something you can track or what's something you can pay attention to that shows, okay, I'm making progress. That was a good workout. This is a good program for me. I'm eating enough, I'm sleeping enough, and this is working out for me. Well, the first one is something, again, that Sal Stefano said in his episode. Um, he had a lot of A lot of gems in there, actually, if you go back and listen to that show, he said, you know, you should feel better than when you came to the gym. And I totally agree with that. And that's one of the first things I thought of when I thought about how to know if you have a good workout is that you should leave the gym feeling good. You should feel strong. You should feel, you know, you should feel solid. You should feel like you had a good session, high energy, like like you are putting your body to good use. If you feel terrible when you leave the gym, like that client I was talking about, if you feel like you are just hammered and you just want to go lay down on the couch and, you know, cry. If you need to take the elevator because you can't take the stairs anymore because your legs are so sore, you're not going to feel better than when you came to the gym. You should, the gym should enhance your life and not make it worse. And if you are making it worse, you're not going to be able to sustain what you're doing, right? And that's the whole key. So you should feel better than when you came to the gym. That's the first thing to pay attention to. If you're leaving the gym feeling like crap because you hammered yourself so hard, then you probably need to, you know, maybe scale it back a little bit. On the other end of the spectrum, if you're leaving the gym feeling like you did nothing, maybe you need to dial up the intensity and push yourself and get that good mindset and that good feeling. Another thing you can pay attention to to make sure you have a good workout is that you're getting stronger over time. This is progressive overload, right? This is the concept. This is the key, the key concept that is progress and fitness. This is how you get better. This is how you get closer to a goal is getting stronger over time. That's the goal of training, right? It's, I mean, it doesn't matter what you do. You might not even have the goal of being strong, which I think everyone should. But if your goal is just to, you know, lose some fat or have a healthy heart, you should be able to get better over time. That's progressive overload, right? Whether it's you run the distance faster, maybe you lift more weight in a six months than you did today. Maybe you can do more reps with the same weight. Maybe you are way better at the movement you can do better reps. Whatever it is, you need that progressive overload and getting stronger over time is my favorite one for people to track and favorite one that people need to be paying attention to. You know you're having good workouts, you know your program is working, and you know it's effective if you're getting better over time in what you're training for, which I think should be strength for pretty much everybody. So, if you can do a certain weight today in four, five, six, eight, 12 weeks, whatever it is in the program length, you should be able to do more weight easier or more reps than you were before. Okay, and that's the easiest thing to track. You know, if you feel good, those top two, those are huge right there, right? If you feel good when you leave the gym, you're not killing yourself to get those strength gains, but you're making that progress over time. The gym's doing its job, right? If you're not seeing progress in other areas, you probably need to dial in sleep, stress, nutrition, all that. But for your training, those are the two big ones. Feel better than when you came to the gym and get stronger over time. Your life's going to be improved every day from the gym. So you come in, you leave feeling better. And then in the same way, only in a bigger scale, you'll feel better and stronger and faster and leaner over time than you did before you went to the gym. Another thing I like to track to see if I get a good workout, is just the movement patterns, okay? So if you break everything into a movement pattern, you got like a hinge, a squat, a carry, a row, a push, an overhead push, right? All these different movements that are fundamental, they're fundamental that your program should include. So some kind of horizontal press away from your body, some kind of press above your head, a pull from above your head, and a pull from out in front of your body, um, and then a squat and a hinge and a carry of some kind, maybe even some running type movements. These are the basic human movements and If these movements are starting to feel more natural or the exercises themselves are feeling easier as far as your neuromuscular connection goes, then you're making progress, right? you had a good workout. If you do a front squat where the weight is out in front of you and you haven't done those before, it's going to feel very weird and it's going to feel awkward and you're not going to be able to do much weight. However, maybe in a week it feels a little bit better, right? Your movement starts feeling more natural and you're able to get in the position better and you're able to add more weight. You're able to just work in that movement more and your body's getting used to it. All that means to me, if something's feeling better and you're making those those adaptations, is that your body is making those adaptations, right? Is that your body is getting better. It's getting, it's a form of progressive overload. It really comes down to that. Is that you're getting better at the movement, even if you aren't necessarily adding weight. If you feel more comfortable doing the movement, you feel better doing a farmer's walk like it's just like normal carry than when you did before. That's going to be huge for your goals and it's going to really help you get to your goals faster. So personally, as far as my own metrics for workouts, just to really kind of get down to the nitty gritty here, it's not soreness, but I do like some intensity, right? To make sure I'm working hard. I like a good sweat going, I like to actually be sweating before I even start my workout. So in the warm up should get you sweaty, um, and then you know that medium high heartbeat, nothing like beating out of your chest, but you should be able to feel it pounding, and you should have a little bit of a feeling of being winded, right? You should be able to challenge yourself with with every exercise. If you're not, you know, maybe you need to start pushing a little harder. If you are way more than that, if you're just drenched in sweat and your heart's beating out of your chest and you can't even get up off the floor to leave the gym, you might be going a little too crazy you need to back off a little bit. So in general, I think pushing it is good to conclude, I guess, is that I think pushing it is good. I think there's times and there's places where you should push it. The intensity should be really high when that is, is when you feel like you can do it. And remember, soreness is actually a bad thing. Do not see soreness as a good thing with your workout. Now, I do recommend that you push it a couple times a week in conditioning. So sprints, uh, circuits, sleds, all these different things are great for conditioning and you should really push yourself to that upper, upper limit where your heart's beating out of your chest, you're drenched in sweat because that's good for you to be able to push yourself that hard, but not too much, right? Cycle the intensity, So if you sprint, you do sprints on Monday and you're super tired from doing 100-yard sprints, you know, you're not going to push it again Tuesday with a crazy sled workout. You're going to maybe do something light and something less intense and then maybe go hard again on Thursday, right? You need to kind of cycle that intensity through. Same thing with your weight training. I recommend like two or three really hard resistance training sessions where you're pretty tired afterwards, not sore, but pretty tired. And any other times than that, if you work out five days a week, those other two or three workouts are going to be a little easier, maybe in the medium range, maybe even one in the easy, easy range, just for recovery. All right? It's okay to do more than the minimum dose, but you need to cycle that intensity and be careful of just using that metric. In conclusion, soreness. Not a good metric for workout effectiveness. What I talked about are better metrics. Be careful for your intensity, guys. Do not go too intense, too much, because it's unsustainable. It's not sustainable. It's something that you can't keep up over time, which is the whole key to fitness, is adding things up over time. Just like in anything, it's going to take little efforts spread out over a long period. And that's where your results are going to come from. You still need to push it. You still need to have that good mindset where you're willing to push yourself and have the discipline to do that. But you shouldn't be killing yourself in the gym. And if you're feeling terrible leaving the gym every day, you probably need a new program. You either need to sleep more, eat more, have a better program, or maybe just think about how hard you're actually going in those movements. That's it for today's show for episode 119 of the Triple F Podcast. Thank you for joining me on this first episode of November. I'm hoping for a record month for the podcast, so be sure you share the show with your friends and family. Tell them to check out the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast on iTunes and to subscribe to that, right? Subscribe to that. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for joining me on the first day of November. I hope you guys are having a great month, a great fall. Pfab. Pfab. Sorry about that. My hand hit a button. It happens. It happens, guys. I live record this. Give me a break. So thank you for joining me once again. Sorry for that interruption. But uh, have a great one, everybody. And I'll see you guys on Friday for Foodie Friday. Have some good episodes coming up about holiday food and what to do in these different cases you're going to see yourselves in uh, coming up with the holidays. So thank you for joining me. I'm Jordan Saltz, your host. This is the Triple F Podcast. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom.